0: we know now that in the early years of the 20th century this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's we know now that as human beings busy themselves about their various concerns It was scrutinized and studied, scrutinized and studied, scrutinized and studied, scrutinized and studied, world was being watched, scrutinized and studied, being watched, being watched, scrutinized and studied. Have a look on the ASA. Oh my gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west.
1: On April 27, 2020, the Department of Defense authorized the release of three unclassified Navy videos. People thought there were UFOs in these videos. Um, the Navy calls them unidentified aerial phenomena. They show phenomena in the air that are moving around in ways that defy physics as we know it. On the day of the release the navy and department of defense admitted that these aerial phenomenon observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified in other words they have no fucking idea what they are on the same day only uh, shortly thereafter former senator harry reid tweeted the following i'm glad the pentagon is finally releasing this footage but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications.
2: The American people deserve to be informed. What the fuck? That's to be fair. It could also be just because Harry reads blind and he's like, I don't know what's going on. Out there. So <laughs> like that. and that's when we started getting real philosophical. Oh yeah.
1: I don't know the art we're trying to spit out right now. Art, art, art—we're trying to spit out right now.
2: And we're here to say, "Fuck your liberal, huh? Fuck, 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 fuck your liberal, huh?"
1: You're upset that we went to Iraq for oil, well, too bad. Take a look at your ass. You shouldn't be able to see it that easy. How it works, lefties. And we're on. How do we all sound? We're, we're good. Oh yeah. All righty. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we were, uh, you know, getting the word out about our podcast. You know getting really excited if this is your first time listening thank you so much this is awesome we're super excited to uh, indoctrinate you in our way of thinking and lie to you repeatedly until you have a really fucked up worldview that's what um, we're trying to do I'm here that's all this is uh it's planned But uh,
3: playing head games
1: <laughs> <laughs> i i seriously i have to take a
2: moment to shout out what did we decide to call him the winner of the week he's the winner of the week we'll think of a nice little yeah. theme music but for now it's winner of the week <laughs> Winner of the week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll winner, make catch uh,
1: yeah no it won't be it's gonna be that that's Good. i'm gonna cut that portion and use it every episode and people are gonna be like oh this shit again yeah oh, so, great
2: get a new pit, so, losers <laughs> <laughs> what was it was it so we started to we made a Facebook page finally uh, congratulations us. I know you guys are all really proud of us. we're really starting yes. to promote. but yeah, we're real with all the glamour and glitz and fame that come with starting a mediocre podcast on a <laughs> online service comes the haters as well. the hater raid the hater aid, that is- someone was sipping it so this week's winner of the day, goes to JB when he wrote, wow, soy boy voice, I'm out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys, guys, I'm going to tell you what I had. no I Look, I'm fucking old and I don't know what I don't know what shit means. So I typed in soy boy and let me tell you, OK, what this means. According to independent.co.uk, the uh, the name of this article Um, They cover this phrase and it shows some really creepy white guy drinking milk on the front. And it says, soy boy, what is this new online insult used by the far right? It's the new cuck. And they said, (laughs) um, according to Urban Dictionary. Yes. According to Urban Dictionary, the the term soy boy means the following slang used to describe males who completely and utterly lack all necessary masculine qualities this pathetic state is usually achieved by an overindulgence of emasculating products and or ideologies that's us translation yes. yeah. yeah oh my god it goes on the origin of the term derives from the negative effects of soy consumption <laughs> uh proven to have on the mm-hmm. male physique and libido The average soy boy is a feminist, non-athletic, has never been in a fight, will probably marry the first girl that has sex with him, and likely reduces all his. (laughs) I love this. And likely reduces all his arguments to labeling the opposition as Nazis. (laughs) This is
2: awesome. So we are. What what type of Nazi JB was? No, I'm playing. Okay,
3: that's. Did you
2: (laughs) you get
3: called a soy boy by a soy boy? Is that
1: what
2: happened? (laughs) hello fellow soy boy
1: you know what i think though uh jb uh the the problem with what you're saying to me about you not liking my voice is that your mom didn't mind it last night and uh your dad didn't mind mine (laughs) (laughs) look there's nothing against having sex with someone else's parents uh that's totally cool (laughs) we're not shitting on that at all but i just have a feeling that jb wouldn't appreciate it uh (laughs) <laughs> Probably not <laughs> so, I mean I don't, I don't know That's why I, I want him to know
2: I find it endearing Because I, I know I'm not thinking of the proper terminology here But I like soy sauce a lot And I don't see anything wrong with that
1: <laughs> I honestly
2: I think uh, soy boy has a nice ring to it I mean, yeah, dude. Uh, hey, we're the Soy Boys of the year, baby. You know, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, we'll leave you out of this. You weren't. This wasn't. Yeah. You weren't directed at it, so we won't
1: call you. Well, a you know, it's but... kind of funny.
2: It's like now that, like, so Mike gets on this episode, and it's gonna look like we were really hurt by that because Mike is such a manly boy. <laughs> <laughs> You guys were trying to butch <laughs> up the show, yeah, like, so you just called me in. Like, oh, we don't care, by the way. Uh, my girl's our strongest, manliest looking friend, can you come on the podcast? <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's called the quiet giant, like the
1: furthest thing from Soy I, Boy. <laughs> fucking a man, that's amazing. No, I mean my. Talk you know about what's so subconscious, funny? Right, right there. You guys are Oh like, my god! I'm like we need backup heart. on this shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it.
1: Fuck, we need a man on this shit, quick, <laughs> quick. Man, that is like. Look, obviously I know what all the progressives listening to this are thinking and that shit is fucking toxic masculinity. And I like, I I'd love to talk about that in the whole episode. Like there's a lot of that, that goes around. Men are raised to really worry about like proving that they're masculine. I'm sure everyone listening to this is already familiar with this whole problem, but like, this is a serious problem is like trying to you know shame people for not meeting your masculine world view or whatever and you know what more importantly just fuck JB Yeah,
2: fuck (laughs) that guy
1: (laughs) so that's my fucking soapbox but more importantly you suck bro yeah
2: Yeah, you know what JB guess what I do suck at sports and I'm proud damn it (laughs) Mike quick say something to man us up (laughs) 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 holy shit dude winner of the week
1: winner of the week Today, I'm drinking Craft House, and it's a really interesting uh, beer this time. It's an IPA called All Together, Mm. and I had to order it from their brewery uh, by placing an order, and then they have someone uh, leave the beer on a table outside, and you like tell them, hey, I'm on my way via text, and then they just leave it on this table, and then some person, like totally decked out with a mask and gloves and everything leaves the beer on the table. And then you have to like wait until she walks away and then you get out of your car and you get the beer and it's super shady, um, delicious beer though. And it's apparently some kind of collaboration brewed to support hospitality professionals.
2: Now oh. a worldwide collaboration. Yeah, they didn't save my job. I'll tell you what. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it's delicious. Uh, good. I'm uh, I'm doing classic American today, and I am drinking Coca-Cola original flavor. Also with a LaCroix, because uh, my girlfriend pointed out to me I've been drinking a lot more soda, and I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack soon. So I'm also drinking some LaCroix flavored lime water as well. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do, right? I mean, that's all. That's, that's very true uh we should also point out steve we have a special guest here that Very was special. not here last week or the week before or the week before that you've never even fucking
1: heard of him but now you will <laughs> and you'll forget me just as fast yeah <laughs> fucking nobody get him out of here uh how do he sneak into this podcast no we got our uh we got our good buddy mike um but we call him the quiet giant hi uh, everybody yeah. There he is. And, uh, you know, we brought him That's on because today, this episode is going to get a bit weird. It's also going to get a bit heavy. And, uh, well, do you want you me to tell
3: everybody what I'm drinking or are you just going yeah, no, to going us- to past that?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my co-host. All right. He doesn't do a great job caring about others, apparently. Oh, I was about okay. to introduce why
1: we brought them on, uh, and then it would be what are you drinking? But you know what? Fuck you guys. Go <laughs> ahead, Mike. Do it your way. Your show now. <laughs> okay, my show now.
3: All right. No, I got <laughs> a uh, a buble sparkling water raspberry, and I didn't have any Solid. beer, but I got my uh, Lagavulin. You know the uh, Offerman
1: edition. Dude. All right. So what was the background on that again? Yeah, Offerman, sorry, Nick Offerman off a... from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Ooh big log of Olin fan. Yeah, he made an addition, right? Yep.
3: It's an 11 year. Oh my it's god. Good. It's really good shit, man. Oh, well, you've had it. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I
1: tasted it. it and I I loved it. It was yeah, you don't get any. Um, yeah. but uh <laughs> I get it. I'm not employed. <laughs> he said he wasn't drinking anyway, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this guy obviously was uh, his character was famous for drinking Lagavulin on the show, and then the, he the the actor Nick Offerman apparently had some contract or or whatever with uh, Lagavulin where they br- made a, a special edition of their scotch just for him, and I have tasted it, and it's freaking phenomenal. Um, oh, and okay. Mike, that is, I am honored that you're breaking that out for this podcast, man. Hmm. You only live once, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start off by looking at some news, Um, but uh,
2: the news is weird these days, guys. Have you guys noticed that since uh, I don't want to be this type of guy, I understand this isn't the coolest take to have, but I did think about since Mercury was in retrograde, (laughs) this planet has gone to total (laughs) shit.
1: (laughs) This guy Look, I'm laughing. I, I honestly don't understand
2: that whole thing. whats What's the deal with Mercury Mercury being in retrograde? What is I, I literally have no idea. I've just heard people talk about it, and it means something that something's in retrograde. I've heard people talk about it, so it's serious. <laughs> well, you know it's crazy. Reagan Ronald Reagan would not sign any bills into in his, in office while Mercury was in retrograde. Are you serious? That's Dead real. Serious. He had a, yeah, he was, he was real about that shit. Yeah. I need to fucking fact check you on this, Ronald. Fact fact check that shit right now. Okay, but no. Fact check the fact checker? Yeah, but listen, no (laughs) one in the audience better (laughs) fact check this right now. Uh, New York Times article, by the way, from 1988. White House confirms Reagan follows astrology up to a point. Wow. In the
1: 1980s, there was another revival of interest in Mercury retrograde. Thanks to, of all people, Nancy Reagan. Yes, President Ronald Reagan's wife. Nancy Reagan was open about their own dedicated astrologer serving cosmic advice while Reagan was president oh my god don't fat check the fat checker
2: baby
3: <laughs> do you have more confidence in him that he
2: subscribed to astrology As <laughs> I mean anything's better than whatever he was thinking on his own I suppose so so what i mean y-
1: you know as you guys heard in the intro obviously today we're going to be talking about these uh um all this crazy shit that it was coming out late lately about ufos and it really got me thinking right like we're not a conspiracy theorist podcast or are we give us enough money and we'll say whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> that's us the sellouts <laughs> we're just- Hey, you want us to prove you want us to prove UFOs are real? Just slide that money to our Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, I got some aluminum
2: foil in my kitchen.
1: (laughs) There's so many. I I love conspiracy theories. They're really fun to get into. But, you know, so many people go down these rabbit holes um, on the Internet.
3: Yeah, you start to lose yourself once you start reading all the conspiracy theories.
2: I mean, I think it's a a part of growth, right? I think everyone goes through a a period in their lives where they, they start to question everything. I think it's important for growth, but you do mostly come out on the other end like, okay, we can move past that in our
3: lives. Yeah, yeah. But most of them start with a little nugget of truth. I'm not saying like, right. it's like just a little tiny piece of it is true. Oh,
2: that's
1: exactly how it works. That's a hundred percent. Like you always start out with something that people, you're going to get people starting to nod their heads, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that is yeah. right.
3: I've never thought about it that way. Right.
1: <laughs> and then you start piling on bullshit where you've already roped them in. So I'm researching <laughs> this episode, you know, and I'm really starting to think about like, shit, you know what? A democracy does not fucking work if we're uninformed or if we're misinformed right like we make decisions as a democracy in theory right there's a whole other episode we should have about how our public opinion doesn't actually influence the law That said, um, you know, in theory, a democracy is supposed to be, you know, what the majority wants goes, you know, for most things. And in order for us to want anything intelligent, we have to be informed. So in other words, democracy does not work whatsoever if we're all uninformed or misinformed. And I've been thinking about this lately, you know, with this UFO stuff coming out, you know, from the Department of Defense. And I'm like, man, you know, like they've been sitting on this information for a long time and they just decided like, you know, whatever it is, I don't care if it's UFOs or what, but it's like you've been hiding this. From us for so long, right? And so, um, and I'll get into the history of this, um, you know, all this UFO research that the government's been getting into and, you know, how long they actually have been hiding this stuff that they're finally coming around and saying, like, okay, yeah, we, we've been looking into this for a long time. But, you know, it really got me thinking about, well, democracy doesn't work if we're uninformed. Like, we can't, we need to be a part of the decision making, you know. That said, uh, I'm researching this and I'm fully steeped in the research. And then literally hours before we start recording this, uh, the news starts blowing up about this freaking video, Plandemic. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like this Plandemic thing, right? And I look, you ruined my morning, by the way, when you texted me about this to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Go watch Plandemic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of glad he didn't tell me about it now. Oh God! Oh my God! I told you. I would have you been
1: been ruined work. I sent you a text, bro. Part of me wishes I had like one more day and that, that we could just like spend half the episode on pandemic. But to be honest, it is a can of worms. The allegations are bold, right? The lady, Doctor McVotus. Yes. the The very first thing out of her mouth is like, "Okay, yeah, let's address the fact that I was arrested in such and such year and that I was held in prison for five years and that they didn't give me an attorney that whole time and they never." even even
2: charged me yeah which by the way according to documents she was in jail for six days and not for what she said she was in for so i mean
1: she said five years that's like
2: a huge thing hey time is a construct of your
3: own making (laughs) very true if she felt like it was five years it's (laughs) very true
1: it's really how she felt about it that matters not the not the facts so i'm just saying like red flags right off the bat. I mean, this is what's crazy about like pandemic and the anti-vaxer and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's really weird merging of like far right and far left people, you know, because there's one good silver lining out of this in my mind is that people are super skeptical of our government. Good. That is what this episode is about. That's what we're talking about and we're going to talk about that in more episodes and and I will say from the very beginning our government is zero percent worthy of our trust because over right. the i mean especially in the last few decades they've just gone off the rails with actively misinforming the public
2: when you give people a reason to distrust they might not come to the correct conclusion but they will come to their own conclusion and that's what happens with something like pandemic. we have such distrust for the government that to a, major, a, a big group of people, all this shit in the pandemic documentary sounds perfectly sane, you know what I mean? Because why not? I mean, the government's yeah. done all this other shit, you know? I mean, it's crazy, too, because it, it like they're talking about stuff that anyone
1: across the political spectrum could get down with and agree. Right. Like, sure. hey, there's a there's a profit based healthcare system that people are like stand to make a bajillion dollars if they like push misinformation about our health. Right. Man. Yeah, as a as a progressive, I completely agree that there's people who stand to make a ton of money by misinforming the public about our health because right. that's what's happening all the time. You know, not you know about our health, about all sorts of stuff. And so there's actually a really cool podcast that the New York Times just started. This podcast is called Rabbit Hole, and the whole point of it is just to talk about all these like how you can get easily swept away by the internet and how these people on the internet know exactly what they're doing, how to kind of rope you into their world views and stuff it's it's really interesting but it is really hard to know what's true out there really hard right you know and and the internet is not good at helping us figure out like fact from fiction and so um the new york times had the idea of like we could do a whole podcast on that topic and that's what this is it's called rabbit hole and i i honestly like i'm super thrilled with it so far uh yeah i'd encourage everyone to subscribe to that um unless it unless you have to decide between that podcast and ours. Cause yeah. in that I mean, case, you have fuck to rabbit hole. One,
2: just listen to ours.
1: <laughs> yeah, cause we'll just, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna listen to their podcast and just and just copy it. Regurgitate
2: I, all the information. Like too, just a, a really interesting fact that I, I always think about is uh, there was a, a really great article a couple of years ago from the, the New Republic. I know I'm always quoting them. They're just a, a great news website. They do some great, great work. Um, But Alex Perrine wrote this article talking about how we are in the time specifically of a nation's, uh, history where conspiracy theories like in this past 50 years when you compare it to other nations who have been around this long conspiracy theories start to run rampant so it seems to be at really this, yeah at this point of a cycle in a nation distrust happens and we, we they they compared a lot to germany germany was like hit extra extra hard with conspiracy theories and that's how they ended up with hitler uh was around that really? time and, and things like that and when you look at like I mean, granted, Germany's a little different because they lost land, gained land, all this, you know. So there's different aspects about the nation's history and birth cycle. But when you really look into the cycle, we're around that time right now where distrust for the government's at an all-time high. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that book. It's called, like, The Four Quarters. It's it's a – or something like that. Uh, Al Gore – it was his favorite book. It was Steve Bannon's favorite book. What? Those guys have an agreement on what's the favorite book? The Fourth Turning. That's what it's called. It's a book from 1997. And What it is is it it breaks down a cycle in quarters. So there's like four quarters of every political landscape pretty much. And that Steve Bannon would argue, for example, we're in the fourth uh, quarter right now or with Donald Trump. He breaks down in this book, for example, like each generation. So there's like the awakening, the Liberty, the Republican, the compromise. And then there's like the four people, like the hero, the follower the the dominant and like the average all these sort of things anyhow and, and people who just want to know more about it it's called uh, the strauss how theory or something like that and it's called the fourth turning steve bannon made everyone he knows read it al gore made everyone he knows read it like bill clinton was obsessed with it it's like a big political book as far as politicians go and it's really scary because it does talk about how every nation goes through these cycles and one one of those things really relies a lot on people distrusting the government and then people you know outrage and revolutionize from there
1: we're talking about democracy doesn't work if we don't tell you if no one knows what the fuck's going on right like if we're all on a different page about what the facts are look we don't all have to agree on the facts but we all have to like have a logical way to like form opinions right right? and like we have to have the we have to know where to get information and what who we can trust and who we can understand what people's biases are and what their motives are and that's very hard to do these days like with the internet we have unlimited access to information but we have very little ability right now to like vet them and like ways you know facebook is starting to help with that you know like giving the little info button where they can tell you more about the source and that kind of thing like Like, you know, and, and, and then an argument can be held about whether they should be taking down videos and all that kind of thing, you know, but you know, that's super heavy topic. And this week we actually like, we're really actually pumped about diving in. You're like, with that being the political topic that we want to talk about, like kind of the case study here is I want to talk about what we originally started the episode with, which is, um, these, UFO videos that the Navy released, and they are UFOs. We, you know, of course, in popular uh culture, we refer to UFOs as like alien spacecraft, but what a UFO really is, and the official term for it is an uh unidentified aerial phenomenon, um, or an unexplained aerial phenomenon, um, is that uh, you know, it's just something we see in the sky and we genuinely don't know what it is, right? And then, uh, and so the there were. There's been a reports over the last, well, you know, for a long time, but over, especially over the last several years, that there's been this kind of uptick in UFO sightings um, around navy, around military bases and around navy uh, ships, and so something that's been floating around is these three videos, um, one taken in November two thousand four, and two in January of twenty fifteen, which are navy pilots looking at. UFOs and they genuinely don't know what they are and they're kind of freaking out. You can hear them like oh my god What is that? And that's the audio I played at the beginning. I'll play it again here. Boom. We're playing it Oh my gosh,
0: dude. Wow Look hey, at that, hey, hey, the There's try. a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA oh my gosh They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120
2: knots to the west
1: and now we're back and so um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um they're freaking out right they're freaking I mean, out and there, uh, it was
3: a natural reaction i mean uh if yeah you've never seen anything like that of course you're gonna like be like what the hell is that definitely uh, right
1: they're like literally blown away like what the fuck and these are military pilots right like yeah. these aren't the guys we think of that are out there trying to like you know spin bullshit like in the military you have a job to do you're there and like you're not there to you know mess around and yeah these people are trained to keep their cool and
3: if they're like you know freaking out like that well yeah (laughs) and i mean a couple of these
2: guys have done interviews about this and they sound very with it like i mean i'm not trying to say that you can really tell i guess just off how people sound but i mean they're clearly not just making up shit to make up shit you know right they're not just trying to stir trouble like
1: they literally have a reputation both in the military and outside of it yeah these guys like saw something these videos were released uh, someone someone leaked to these videos several years ago and the department of defense just on april 27th so like a week and a half ago from the date of of when we're recording they said that yeah these these are real videos like we we're not going to deny it anymore we're in fact we're going to officially release it on our website and um they said yeah these are real we wanted you to know that This is the full video, although, you know, there's no way to verify that. But this is what's crazy. I want to read off their official statement. The Department of Defense has authorized the release of three unclassified Navy videos, one taken in November 2004 and the other two in January of 2015. The Department of Defense is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconception by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. Here's the key point. Um that I want people to know from this release. They say this, the aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. So they still don't know what's going on. <laughs> they legitimately are like, look, those are real videos and we really don't know what's, what's being shown. Or at least that's what they're officially stating is we don't know what those are. We wanna look into this one because it's kinda, it's a little lighter than our previous episodes. It's fun and like as a total sci-fi nerd, like I, you know, look, I'm not saying I believe or don't believe that there's UFOs here on Earth or whatever, but I just, I, I dig reading about it and I think it's a fun topic, but it does raise the bigger question of like, well, okay, whether or not you believe in aliens, whatever, they're obviously looking at something and also the government has been hiding this from us until April 27th, that is 16 years where they've had this video that they didn't tell anyone about it so like the you know as as we talk about this topic the bigger question is like is it right for the government to hide this the people
0: saw what they believed were ufos hovering over the valley but were they really ufos
3: issues a press release acknowledging that unidentified objects are interacting with allied planes called food fighters what, what i have learned is you cannot just hide your head and say it no, does these things are not happening congressional hearings probing the enduring mystery of UFOs. Me, Dad, I, I gotta ask the president about the aliens.
0: ...sponsored a secret Pentagon study of UFOs and related mysteries. I would hope there's a program of our Defense Department to
3: make sure they do not pose a threat. And sure enough, that's what that program was.
0: They just buzzed away. The they didn't know what it was. I, of course. They still don't know the mystery. They still don't know. I saw an alien. I saw an alienated ring and reveal two. The, the aliens won't let it happen. You <laughs> <laughs> reveal all their secrets. <laughs> and the answers have strict control over us. If it's Russia
1: or China that has like next gen tech. That is like We need to know We need to know Absolutely. about that Because yeah. maybe we should be uh, Moving to those countries Where they have all the power I'm just kidding <laughs>
3: <Either> <laughs> so they don't care. I need
1: to Run to the gun store And get some uh, more ammo Man you know But no seriously You never know <laughs> Little green men show up I mean hey If Mel Gibson can shoot an alien Who can't You so can you <laughs>
3: Hey just but, uh, make sure you Have plenty of water around Because apparently they Oh yeah that's what it was Oh yeah
1: Oh yeah Have you seen uh, the What was it called Signs
2: Signs. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah,
3: signs. They were. Yeah. Water was like
1: acid to them. Fascinating. The only way to defeat the aliens was simple water. So they attacked a planet that's like 90% water. That makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> and um, people who are like 70% water. <laughs> okay. To add to this, like, great. Right, okay. All right. So there's some videos floating around and no one cares about it. Like, uh, I mean, you know, people are freaking out about it that are in the UFO community, but everyone else is like, meh, who cares? Well, actually, this rabbit hole. Um, It kind of goes pretty deep So I kind of want to take you on this ride with me And this is what I'm going to do I'm going to tell you what my sources are And I'm going to try to keep this as above board as possible So you can verify Because I don't want you to think that this is some UFO conspiracy Yeah, this uh, is still I mean, we joke
2: all the time that, you know Fact checking doesn't matter and shit But we do not want to be the conspiracy podcast We are a a (laughs) true political podcast And we want to give you guys only things that are going to help So Steve did not Fuck us all over hopefully I don't know what the fuck He's gonna say
1: <laughs> Look you know it's some of the-
2: <laughs> He's like look Right thanks Decatur so anyway and- uh, Green aliens are in your house yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> But they're invisible
1: So this is what made me actually pay attention to the UFO stuff, because it's fun to think about aliens. But what actually like made my eyebrows go up is the following tweet from none other than the former United States Senator and Democrat Majority Leader, Senator Harry Reid. And this is what he wrote, only I think it was just a few hours after the Navy and the Department of Defense released these videos. He wrote this. I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage, but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. What? That's wild. So, what does this guy know? Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like holy shit. You what? You're saying there's more UFO stuff out there, right? And so I'm I'm like, okay, you got my attention. Like, why is it? First of all, why is he even tweeting this right now? Like, go on his Twitter right now, Senator Harry Reid, official blue check mark. Look at it. All right, he tweeted this, and the tweet goes on. Right, The United States needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. Mm. The American people deserve to be informed. Like, holy shit. First of all, he was one of the most – yeah, he was one of the most powerful people in the United States government up until 2017 when he retired. And he's out here on Twitter like – the, the, I, I think as the date of re, as of the date of this recording this is still the most recent tweet he's put out there like what like he comes out of retirement to talk about ufos like this is a guy who is one of the most powerful people in the united states government for a very long time he was a u.s senator from 1987 to 2017 of course my very first thought is why do we care what senator harry reid has to say obviously he's a super powerful guy but like Does he have some inside knowledge on this specific topic or is he just like, oh, is it just a wacky thing about him that he cares about UFOs? Like what's going on here? You know, or maybe he knows something else about it. Maybe UFOs he knows is connected to Russia and China and he's trying to warn us, but he can't. In 2007, Reid devoted funding to a $22 million program to investigate UFOs. We know this now because the Pentagon confirmed the existence of this program in 2017. We're going to talk about that more. Uh, in a minute, but that I realized, okay, there's his connection. Harry Reid was the guy who brought this idea to the United States Congress and got it passed that we should start this program. Um, Fascinating. Right, right. And so Harry, this was, people have called it Harry Reid's brainchild, this program. Forbes magazine was describing the object in the 2004 video as a 40 foot long object hovering 50 feet over the Pacific Ocean. So that is a uh, pretty significant thing that these pilots are looking at. Jesus Christ.
2: Well, also, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, in 2014 a very similar looking shaped thing off the uh, off some sort of coast in Chile.
1: Really?
3: Oh yeah, I remember that one. So that was a big deal for a while.
2: Yeah, whatever you know, whether it be another country or anything, there seems to be you can you know corroborate the two to say like hey this isn't just some pilot fucking around (laughs) yeah
1: right right so and i'm just double checking what forbes magazine here the navy pilots encountered an object 40 feet long and hovering about 50 feet above the water and that was that's insanely big (laughs) yeah that's not yeah so that's Forbes magazine so you know um, go ahead and fact check that if you think they might be wrong that's how they reported it um, but neither here nor there the point is they saw something and I, that kind of stuck out to me um, stuck out to me um, there was someone else though who decided to chime in and had another take on what that was and a tweet that went viral on April 28 by Mark Hamill none other than Luke Skywalker um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> happy May
3: the 4th if anyone knows he does
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and he obviously has some inside knowledge on uh, spacecraft. Um, so uh, he posts this. He posts this uh, picture. One of the um, CNN Politics posted a still frame of this UFO video, and it shows this little dot with two lines on the side of it going. The lines are vertical. Um, and uh, Mark Hamill says, "That's no UFO. That's a Tie Fighter."
0: I saw an alien.
1: Let's talk more about this twenty-two million dollar program, right? Okay, so this is how I get in the rabbit hole. This is how people get in every rabbit hole, right? So I look in Senator Harry Reid, very legit, uh, you know, very important guy in the United States government, or at least was. Now talking about like this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's like, oh my god! Or he said this scratches the surface. This is actual uh, terminology. And so now I'm reading about this twenty-two million dollar UFO program that he started. This, the existence of this program is confirmed by the Pentagon. It was reported by the New York Times and Politico almost. Signed Simultaneously on the same day on December 16th, 2017. The name of the program is the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. So, according to Politico, this program was the brainchild of then Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid from the District of Nevada. So, shout out to Nevada, who first secured the appropriation to begin the program in 2009. This is a bipartisan bill. He got the support of two other senators to help him pass this thing. So there was a senator from Hawaii and there was a senator from Alaska. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. But they were both World War II veterans who apparently were similarly concerned about the potential national security implications of these UFOs. They were asking around, there's people who have talked about this program who were kind of in the know, and they were asking like, okay, so what are we spending $22 million on? Like, they kept this very hush-hush, by the way. I don't think it was ever officially classified, if I understood what I read correctly, but um, it, it was just very... Um, very tight. Yeah, it was very tightly held, and so um, people that were kind of in the know about the program said, "Well, one of the theories uh, that they were looking into was uh, whether some foreign power, like China or Russia, had developed some next generation technology that could threaten the United States." So that was probably like their main sales pitch to get the thing passed, which was like, "Okay, we're we're concerned about what these UFOs are, and we're worried that someone is going to you know dominate our country with something that we that they invented, right?"
2: And imagine, you know, obviously. Given the the history of Hawaii and Alaska like it now that obviously makes sense why they would want to hop yeah, onto that, that, that bill. I mean <laughs> they've yeah. been most prone to be fucking Yeah, they're the first ones to get anything. So yeah,
3: yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah kind of attack
1: but i read a opinion piece from (laughs) forbes yeah about these videos and they were saying well you know let's pretend for a second they're not aliens right the guy's being pretty sarcastic and he's like um well you know you immediately can start to think about other explanations for example it could just be a meteor or it could be you know something else and uh Uh, it's like dude no meteors don't zip around back and forth like that I mean the the department of defense is saying they don't know what it is let
2: me tell you Steve if I saw a fucking meteor move up and down (laughs) thousands of feet I would be fucking smacking myself in the face trying to wake up from a dream
1: Right. Right. So it's like, don't be don't be so dismissive. Like, obviously, there's something we need to figure out what this is. Right. Absolutely. And the government should be more transparent about what the hell this program is that they decided was worthy of twenty two million dollars of taxpayer money. So but lest you think that this was literally just like the military figuring out if this was some foreign threat? No. One of the one of the focuses of this program was literally researching sci fi sounding concepts. And I quote like wormholes. And warp drives. What the fuck? How have I never heard about
3: this? Jesus Christ, man. That's fucking crazy. Yes. That is nuts, dude. That they legitimately funded this to find wormholes
2: and fucking, oh my God, dude. What that tells me is if there's high level government agencies working on this, how come this doesn't even get brought up to the public's attention at all? Right. I mean, that's a that's some literally like next dimensional shit. Literally. Yeah. The
1: the biggest argument against like aliens coming to Earth uh, with UFOs, the one that actually makes me the most skeptical is that we have not even been begun to conceive of a technology that could sure. travel fast enough to get to Earth from another solar system in, you know, any appreciable amount of time anyone's one lifetime Anyone's lifetime exactly and so like the the aliens would have to live thousands of years and spend the majority of that like just on a spacecraft trying to come to earth to what zip around secretly so it doesn't make a lot of sense um, unless there is something you know like a wormhole or a warp drive like literally out of sci-fi movies to explain how they would get here without using conventional like just straight up like engines right Which, to be fair
2: Um, to be fair to to harry reid and and what he wanted to start i do think it's important that government literally thinks of all aspects in general and since we're not going to get a you know not to sound so globalist alex jones style but you know we don't (laughs) have some world government really working to that level about those things so why not start something nationally about that i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing
1: yeah UFO research has been a phenomenon in the United States for a long time. Like this is something it's very unpopular for the media to cover the term UFO. They don't even use anymore. They use the UAP term now literally just because the stigma with the phrase UFO. Like if you start talking about UFOs, you're stigmatized and again, not a UFO podcast, but that's why this is really hard to research. And like, this is, (laughs) again, go to our Patreon. (laughs) We'll be whatever kind of podcast you want us to be. (laughs) Oh, shit. But, you know, um, what's really funny is this is not the first time the government's done this. There was another, actually, two-decade period in the past where the government researched UFOs, and that's the infamous Project Blue Book that went from
2: 1947 to 1969 that's the subject of all the conspiracy theories. Also, too, just... Just, just real quick, uh, the history of the Foo Fighters gets involved when we're talking about uh, Project Blue Book as well. Where the Blue, obviously, Foo Fighters was not just the a ridiculous band name, but it comes from the, <laughs> the fireballs in the sky that Air Force fighters saw uh, during World War Two. Right. Yeah, right. and uh, this is all this stuff's like you know at least most of it's declassified, and I think they saw they they you know, chalked up most of them to mean birds, uh, you know, fatigue, PTSD, but there was about six cases left that they were still never able to figure out. So they just put them under, uh, UFOs or what Steve was saying, uh, a UAP.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, um yeah and uh, all the information you need on project blue book is uh just in our national archives um it, there's a website where you can just get it all from it's literally just www.archives.gov
2: i think it's really great and it could really dispel a lot of conspiracies and you guys could just honestly learn a lot us include i mean everyone there's so much free information that the government does give us that We choose to ignore when we dive into things that are maybe more taboo, as far as like UFOs and all. There's a lot of information that's gone public now that that's really interesting and fascinating stuff that isn't just conspiracy stuff. That I really encourage people who are interested about these things just to Google, because as you said, there's plenty of archive sites, C-SPAN sites, government sites. I mean, everything.
1: Yeah, and so it's cool now that like way after the fact that they're releasing all this information, but you know, I'm really concerned with the way they handle it at the time, like. There, you know, what is it so important for the government to research this stuff? Um, it- you know, I, I mean, the aliens are not whatever. I mean, the point is the government was obviously researching stuff back at, during Pro- Project Blue Book. And now during the new what they call the A Tip program, A-A-T-I-P, uh, you know, in the last decade is just like, why are you being so shady about it? Like, what are right. you afraid you're going to learn that if we know what's going to happen? Right. Are we I mean, the, the easiest everyone says, like, oh, if the public knew, they'd all freak out and what, like run around and cut our own heads off. Like, I don't understand what we're worried about,
3: like the great Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones said a person is smart people are stupid
2: (laughs) and he didn't have he didn't have to shade pamela anderson like that (laughs) (laughs) true but i mean
3: just look at all these people right now that are saying all this stuff's fake and they're driving around in big groups and all this kind of stuff and you know the you get
2: simple-minded people all together and Sure, and I think that's. I, They're not thinking rationally. I think, Mike, that's yeah. like that's an actual concern for uh, for sure. But I think a lot of it too is if if the government the government I think is worried about power at the end of the day, no matter what. And if a if people freak out, obviously. Oh yeah, they do not want to lose their power. But in general, if the <laughs> if if people figured out these, if this became public knowledge, say another country came in, and or even let's just play along with the conspiracy, some. Uh, You know UFO comes down and we figure out you know reverse engineer their spacecraft do they want average people knowing this and I think that's where it gets really tricky say they have you know it's the same thing how we see it going on with drones right now drones are getting more and more advanced before you know it drones are going to be very easy to make and capable of having high powered weapons on them and that's going to be for everyone so what laws do you put in place what can you reveal how dangerous is it to the public for the average man to have these sort of things? And I mean, I think if, if, yeah. especially look yeah. how this country, uh, you know, not even considering the, whole, the rest of the world, but how this country deals with gun control, <laughs> you know, how are we going to be able to control, you know, propulsion, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>.
1: so- <laughs>
3: right?
2: We, well, we do have to take everything to the extreme. Definitely. I mean, that's American yeah. culture.
1: If there's some kind of technology they can, uh, take from, you know, whatever this advanced Aviation threat they're looking into is um, They definitely rather have their hands on it first than the public absolutely, you know, because they don't want to lose power Oh, yeah, for sure information is power like people keep secrets just because the mere fact that they know more than you do makes them harder to replace and leaves you in a position of inferiority because you can't make decisions and you don't know all the factors uh, that go into a situation. So governments keep secrets literally just for the purpose of keeping secrets because that makes them more powerful than you. Sure. And so, you know, fucking UFOs, God knows what the fuck these things are. You know, they're super interesting, and that's why we're having fun talking about it this episode. But the real problem, the real actual problem is they actually are looking into something, they genuinely don't know what. It is, or at least they're saying they don't, and um, it, and it, they're like Harry Reid is calling it a national security threat. Um, you know this program was designed to look into whether some foreign power, whether it's earthly or otherwise, uh, is is threatening our safety, and they know about this stuff, and by not telling us, that leaves the government in a position of power and us, you know, less informed. And so, why why do governments need to be this way, other than simply? well, we don't want people to know about this because if they knew about it, then we wouldn't have the advantage. Absolutely. You know? Information yeah. is king.
3: Also, government's like a shitty parent, like, I know what's best for you. <laughs> you don't need to know this. Right?
1: Yeah, So, you know, okay, so we found out about this $22 million program. What spurred the government to admit this program exists? According to a Pentagon official, the AATIP program was ended in the 2012 timeframe, but it has recently attracted attention because of the resignation in early October of Luis Elizondo, the career intelligence officer who ran the initiative so the guy who ran the whole thing resigned and what did he say in his resignation letter addressed to the secretary of defense james mattis this is what he said he said the efforts of his program are not being taken sufficiently seriously
2: so big dog or what what does he call big dog mattis or whatever who is the art general got a letter yeah big dog so he just got- <laughs> bulldog mattis Gets this letter from Louis Elizondo,
1: who just quit this thing saying, I am not being taken seriously. I want you to take this more seriously. Whatever. So I quit. So so it's like, oh, my God. Wow. So everyone's like, what is he talking about? What program? Like, you know, so that's what started this whole thing. And then the government had to be like, okay, yeah, we're researching UFOs. And it's like, what, what, what? So um, he described scores of unexplained sightings by Navy pilots and other observers of aircraft with capabilities far beyond what is currently considered aerodynamically possible. The sightings, Elisondo told Politico, were often reported in the vicinity of nuclear facilities, either ships at sea or power plants. Quote, we had never seen anything like it.
2: Jesus. So they're attracted to the nuclear power. I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think what is terrifying is this is, this goes to the broader question of going back to what Americans deserve to know, because I mean, if you know, UFOs or you know UAPs can mean anything. It's just something we don't we don't know, right? But someone knows. <laughs> you know whether it's someone on on Earth or not. If you want to believe it was something more than that, if you want to believe it was something more than that, if you want to believe it was something. More than that.
1: I put the feelers out there um, a little while back that we're going to be doing an episode about uh, the recent. Um, Uh, UFO videos that the Department of Defense put out and we got a we were contacted by these uh, two women in Georgia who indicated that they saw um, something very interesting out there yeah dude and uh, I sent out a friend of mine who was able to talk to them and did an interview All right, let's listen to it
0: Hi I am Louisa Ann Wesley the 8th Hi my name is Georgia Stinson Tell us, please, what you saw. Oh my lord, we saw. Oh, things. just the most incredible thing. Extraterrestrials. terr terr Uh huh. Terrestrial. Extraterrestrials. Yes. Yeah, those beings. We and saw. Des- them. And describe how they came, and maybe what they looked like. All right, I'll tell you, cause I just about shipped my brickers here. They came down. They came down from the sky. In a, in a saucer-like thing. Oh, Must have been a football field's length, probably, yeah, about a football field, however many yards that is. And they come down super fucking fast, and they land on that ground. They roll out the little walkway, and this buff alien, this extraterrestrial ter- being. He was a muscular being? Yeah, he got shoulders like nothing I ever seen. And he looks at me with his eyeballs. All six of them. Six eyeballs. Six eyeballs. Extraordinary. mm -hmm. And we knew he was a man because he was wearing pants. He was. uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was wearing pants. He had clothing on. Yeah, a little bit of a bulge too, but I wasn't looking that hard. I, I was looking. I was looking too, but that's besides the point. All right, he was looking at us with his six eyeballs staring into our souls like laser beams. Did he seem threatening in any way? in kind of like a sexy way <laughs> uh-huh it was I turned me on a little bit i'm it got a little bit wet in my breeches just a little bit but just a little bit but then i crossed myself yeah. and i said lord jesus christ uh-huh. yeah i said you save us you save georgia first you wow. save her cuz she is my best friend my best friend and i will die if you do not cut out this children of the corn shit louisa georgia how long did these beings stay in your property Oh, my God. It must have been at least a, a 30 seconds to an hour. <laughs> Fascinating. Now, ladies, what precautions should the government take against these aliens? Oh, I am so oh. glad you asked because I know exactly what they should yeah, do. Yeah, we got a plan. We got a carpet bomb Mars now. Just take out the whole gut. Damn planet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm hearing you correctly, you would like the government to bomb the planet Mars? Yeah. Right now. Right now. Send them missiles right to outer space. Send them up there. Send them up there. We got that nuclear mm-hmm. power all over the world. You hear? You think the government should destroy these aliens? Yeah, they're illegal aliens, they aren't are they? Illegal. If you were Italian in this country, illegal. These aliens are probably from some other country. You're right, you know, coming in here and not paying taxes. They're yeah. not paying taxes. Nuh-uh, they are not citizens of America or the planet Earth. That dude had ripped ass shoulders. What kind of labor work he doing down here? Is he getting paid for that under the table or what? No, Whose job is he taking Making job. It appears I have another call coming in. Thank you. That is all the time we have. Uh, thank you. you. Thank you, you are for your are time. You are so welcome, honey. Yes, are you You want some, you want some tea? That's oh, all okay. okay. All right. Oh. Alright, bye. Oh, Louisa. Damn. Did they hang out? That did oh god oh Lord. Oh Lord. That's fine. You got some crack. I saw an alienated reagent team too. I saw an alienated reagent team too.
2: What the f Well, thank you for that
0: exclusive. <laughs> if
3: aliens do come here. Whose jobs are they going to take?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and are they going to properly go through the proper channels Definitely. to immigrate? And if, Right? Is the Space Force just the newest branch of our uh, immigration uh, <laughs> enforcement? Literally, <laughs> homeland security <laughs> means something That's else. Now. Th- <laughs> Home planet security. Could
3: you imagine Border Patrol agents in Space Force? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God. I'm sure Trump will try. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> you know, just to like go back to Project Blue Book for a second. From you know, the between in the 50s and 60s, um, out of uh, the research that they did back then, the, apparently there were ten, there were thousands of reported sightings during that time where they saw flying objects, uh, UFOs, or whatever, um, by military and civilian pilots uh, and average citizens who were reporting these things. The, still to this day, 701 of those sightings remain unidentified. That's a lot. That's 701. Like, that we don't incredible. know what that is. That's, and a, then, that's an incredibly steep number. Yeah. And so then now they're saying this is what really kind of blew me away is they're talking about these now UFOs coming around our military right. bases and that there's been this uptick recently in UFO sightings. In like, I think I want to say it was in 2019, but there, there's some concern floating around. If there's some kind of threat, there's something entering our airspaces that we don't know about. And we can't just like ignore this because if we knew, for example, if we knew for a fact that this came from Russia. We just don't know what the planes are. Then we'd be freaking out, sounding the alarms. You know, it'd be like, you know, the apocalypse,
2: you know? Well, I mean, I think, I think too, this goes to, I mean, I, I don't know if you are familiar with the concept of perception management, that was a CIA technique in in the fifties, and it actually does play to a lot of UFO wow. culture, especially under the Reagan administration. Who, by the way, Reagan was a fucking hardcore alien believer, and actually Nancy Reagan uh, was uh, someone who claimed that she saw uh, a UFO over Mulholland Drive, the famous street. I in saw LA. an alien, and Reagan did too. I saw. Uh, so which is crazy, <laughs> and she would tell people all the time, and obviously. I mean, hmm. the conversation between Reagan and Gorbachev, all the times he mentioned, if we could just unify under an attack of aliens, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow. Wait, what? That's oh, yeah, thing? absolutely. Uh, there's, Reagan told uh, Gorbachev, if we were fighting aliens, it would bring humans together. He made oh a my similar God. speech to the... Yep. He, really? And then actually Gorbachev had quoted him in one of his most famous speeches ever back in, back in Russia, where he quotes that from Reagan. Reagan also had made similar points when he spoke in front of the un so reagan talked about uh aliens pretty openly and there's a lot from his Oh my god yeah and and like i said i mean his wife you know claimed that she saw a ufo and and there's people like lucille ball shirley uh mclean a bunch of people from hollywood and stuff too talked about all these stories of ronald reagan telling nancy reagan's account of how she saw a ufo spaceship and how a ladder came down and all, all, all oh these things and, and that yeah an alien was a was appearing to climb out of a craft there's a, a bunch of books on it i'd really encourage people to look at it because it's really fascinating but during this cold war uh a big technique that was used was called perception management and it's like a nine-step program where it's preparation credibility make the arguments and kind of skew the facts a little but not too much and then control the, the propaganda talk about you know how little people know then the next one's like flexibility deception campaigns they adapt over time so you slowly change it right coordinating and then concealment and then untruthful statements where you just totally flat out make up the stories and we use this uh when it comes to ufos against i mean there's a great documentary from I think, believe his name is Curtis Smith. He's like a famous documentarian who's won all these awards for uh, for pretty much just being completely truthful. Like the Euro- Europeans have those awards. He won all these awards, but there's a there's a great documentary called – there's a – yeah, there's a great documentary called Normalization that if anyone just Googles, they can find it. It's great, and it talks about how allegedly Reagan had a program to let people – think that there was aliens more so when they were testing out technology including what possibly was them testing out military fighter jets all these sort of things we was like oh yeah no those are probably aliens no that's exactly what we're talking
1: about again like the ufo thing is just kind of fun it's actually also very terrifying like because we genuinely don't know what it is aliens whatever you want to believe let your imagination run wild have fun with it pay our patreon we'll say it is whatever you want it to be but the the truth is, there is something out there that is. Uh, and by oh, man, I sound like uh, Mulder from X Files now. Something's out there, but uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, they're 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 seeing something, right? They're reporting something. They're actually using their eyes and their their equipment is picking up something, and we just don't know what it is. And they're not talking to us about it because they want that control. They want to have a handle on it. They want. They also want us to believe. I would imagine part of it is they want us to believe that they have a handle on things, right? But I mean, they're admitting right. it out in the open that they can't.
3: Yeah, they, w- they want to distribute the information themselves. They don't want other people. Yeah, figuring right. And then they look like. I yeah. want to c- kind of circle back. Do you think that if without a doubt we find out aliens exist, that it would bring us closer together as a species, as human beings?
2: No, I think Reagan was literally wrong about everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do think that there, there'd be a unifying factor. I don't think he's totally wrong about that. I do also think people would freak the fuck out. Um, it, It's an interesting time to ask that question, Mike, because we're seeing this external threat right now with the coronavirus. like
3: we can actually see, you know, we this was a great opportunity for every everyone to come together during this. And it's like some people just want to go against the grain. It seems like it's just
1: I I guess that's human nature. too. No, it's dividing us. I I think it is.
2: No, it's totally dividing us. We talk about 9-11 and how the country came together, but the, the country didn't come together. People were terrified yeah. just because we put up a flag outside our yeah. our window doesn't necessarily mean we came together as a nation. People were terrified. The economy crashed. We were complaining about Muslims left and right. So I think people need to realize yeah. anytime there's been mass hysteria, people have not come together and unified ever in the history of mankind well yeah
1: and i'll tell you who did come together after 9 11 where the uh politicians on both sides of the aisle both got behind this okay we're both going to use the mass hysteria to sweep under the rug the fact that we don't have any evidence in support of what we're definitely going to go do which is go fuck up the entire middle east right i
2: think in in situations like that you you run to what you know for the politicians it was you know it was it was going going to war and i mean there's a whole another aspect there that we don't need to get into in this podcast specifically i think for something like what we're talking about on this episode though is we run to what we know and i think that's why a lot of people go to aliens because the fact is they don't know anything and the fact is your brain can't handle if i know nothing i'm going to jump to the most insane thing that's the only logical thing at that point yeah
1: i mean and look could be aliens who knows i mean it, again it defines yeah. physics we don't know sure. but it, you know it could also be that there's some technology we just haven't fathomed yet you know that some other country figured out but you know this is where the story really just gets fucking weird so right after Let's get uh, weird now yeah i know exactly <laughs> it's exactly. all been normal yeah i know everything's been chill until now right after louis Elisondo, the the intelligence officer who ran the AATIP UFO investigation program, right after he resigned, guess where he went to work?
3: Staples. Where?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was Staples. <laughs> and this podcast is now. That was it. That's the weird no. part. No, <laughs> is it really Staples? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is the fun part uh, that I'm super excited to talk about. He quit and teamed up with none other than Tom DeLonge of Blink-182. Oh man, that's where where it ties in. So Tom DeLonge and this guy team up to create a company called To The Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences. There's aliens in the sky. (laughs) Government is lying. Tom DeLonge, all right. Obviously one of the co-lead singers of Blink-182, super famous. My wife said he was the hot one. Um... Okay. Oh, okay. yeah I uh, okay. Uh, sure he started this company to the stars and when all he said that he's always been a ufo fanatic as you might be able to tell from some of his songs like aliens exist from blink 182 and now he wants to go really help the world so he starts this company that's there to basically investigate ufos and he said that he realized when he started this company, that there's all these disgruntled government people who want to be taken seriously and use their resources to look into this more, but they're not able to do it through the government. Um, so he got people um from like Lockheed Martin, uh, Skunkworks, he got people from the CIA, he got people like this guy I was just talking about who ran the AATIP program, and they all teamed up to create this company. So, like this organization is the one of the organizations that leaked the um Navy videos that we started off this episode talking about, and they're out there. Air, and their uh investor video is pretty crazy but they're talking about like we think aliens are here and we need to like figure it out and that can change the human experience and it'll be a good thing but these are like legitimate government people like okay the government won't let me do it and i want to
2: do it so it's like just a little crazy weird fact of what's going on with all this we've definitely you know had our weird sort of experimental stuff that we don't talk about because it is a is a taboo thing but i mean when you look at some of the aircrafts we've tried to model in the past i mean we, we do weird things that look like they're they're Based off folklore and things like that. I mean, so who know, who knows? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh,
1: um, you know what? This is the perfect segue. So, so what are these guys looking into, right? Is there really some kind of threat that we need to be worried about, like Harry Reid thinks? Um, why aren't they telling us about it? And and also, like, you know, part of the reason you need to inform the public about what the uh, what the government is doing is because we need to have a say in like what we should do. But sure. no worries, guys um because i think that the government already has a plan for us
0: some people look to the stars and ask what if our job is to have an answer we have to imagine what will be
3: imagined plan for what's possible while it's still impossible maybe you weren't put here just to ask the questions maybe you were put here to be the answer Maybe your purpose on this planet isn't on this planet. That makes no fucking sense. Guess what that was an advertisement for? what? The new Steve Carell movie?
1: No, that was the... (laughs) (laughs) Dude, okay, close. Actually, close. That was literally the new recruitment video for the United States Space Force. Hell yeah, brother.
2: Fuck yeah, baby. Seriously, imagine a draft where they draft you to go to space. Dude. People would be so stoked if they got drafted into
1: space. <laughs> that's, that's pretty thug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your lightsaber and your Jedi robe, and you'll and get step in the Millennium Falcon.
3: Like it's like, dude, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the Middle East. I'm going to space, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man, yeah. You imagine oh, you man. have to knock up your wife and marry her uh, on a whim because you're about to go to Venus. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well and you know what i wouldn't be surprised if 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 you want to hear a little more just just to make people distrust us even more a little conspiracy theory i might have is maybe the pentagon is confirming these things to get more of a budget for the space force
1: <laughs> oh damn decatur hitting the nail on the head and that's my friend. what i do so uh quiet giant question for you do you believe in aliens
3: Yes, I do believe there is something out there.
1: I don't know if they have the
3: advancements, the technology and all that stuff, but there's got to be other life out there. There has to be other life. Yeah,
1: why do you say there has to be? I mean,
3: just the vastness. I mean, are we the one lucky little rock and everything that a little piece of life formed on it and just exploded from there? I mean, there has to be other planets out there.
1: Yeah, this is the concept. um, Drake's equations. Decatur, what do you think? Are there aliens out there?
2: Uh, all right, let me give it, give it to you like this. Do I believe that there are aliens somewhere out there? Absolutely. Do I believe if they came here, we could even comprehend or see them? Not necessarily so. Uh,
1: I kind of fall somewhere in between you guys. I'm like pretty open-minded to the idea that they've been here. Um, I don't really know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me why they would. Like, what's their fucking deal? But, um, it, you know, if they were here, like, whatever. That I mean, here's the thing. Here's my take on it. Obviously, some really powerful people are spending a whole ton of money trying to figure it out. And they're like, they don't know, but they have suspicions. And they're looking at things like warp drives. And like like you said, it's good that they're, like, looking at everything from every angle. And they're not, like, poo-pooing something just because it might have sure. a stigma to it. But, you know, that said, again, the bigger point is uh, they should engage us, the whole public, in this. Um, so, treat you us know, like anyway, adults. So, don't
3: uh, treat us like children. That's the basic yeah. thing. I mean, let us, let us, but, I mean, treat the children like, children. well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> kids, kids have no rights.
1: All right. <laughs> so like this is really tricky right we're talking about one party has information and the other doesn't you know the government has information the public doesn't so that's why like all, you know some people would argue and i think you know it's a reasonable argument is that you know unless they just open up everything essentially uh you know then we're stuck in these like impossible arguments of trying to like the government denying you know the government classifying stuff that shouldn't be classified right. you know and who who's there to be able to say whether something should or should not be classified because we don't even get exactly. a look at it you know and so that's what's so tricky about this is the the baseline observation that was behind the freedom of information act and certain parts of the first amendment is that uh, the democracy doesn't work without an informed electorate you know yeah. if uh, the people who are supposed to be voting need to know what the fuck's going on
2: so i i think this is a a good place to wrap up i feel like we, we talked about a lot today, and I know it gets a little confusing because we're talking about something that is very confusing and not really known about, but I appreciate you guys uh, believing us first off because <laughs> uh, you can fact check <laughs> anything we say, and I think we should all probably be thinking about more is just the idea of how much the government should have control of and how much they should be telling us. And, you know, just another way that the reason we probably don't know a lot about this is the bigger problem of neoliberalism. Steve, would you have anything to add to that? (laughs) (laughs) It's always about neoliberalism
1: with you. And now that I know what the word means. No, you know, like, obviously, the government's doing a bunch of shit that they don't talk to the public about. And it's just like, I think when you're elected into office, you just, you know, it goes to your head. You're like, well... I'm in, I'm in charge now, so fuck you guys. So I get to know things and you don't, and you elected me to to be your nanny and to keep you all safe from yourselves, and that's bullshit. Alright, that's fucking Stop bullshit. I'm
0: mad about it. <laughs>
1: like, like you
3: said, knowledge is power, man. They just want to hold that over people
2: saying, like, I know more than that's you. That's true.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. I know a lot of shit, too. Just not the shit that I want to know.
2: We don't have a podcast for no reason. <laughs> I am full of useless information
1: (laughs) which is going to be the next podcast useless information with quiet giant (laughs) subscribe soon
2: Uh, but no for real guys we thank you for for sticking with us and for You know, you showing your friends, your family, your loved ones, your exes, everyone. Thank you for showing everyone the episode. This is the perfect excuse to reach out to your ex Um, again. Please go to www.superpoliticsshow.com. We'll probably be posting some extra bonus stuff. We might be making a Patreon by the time you see this. Who knows? There's not going to be a lot of shit on there yet, but there might be something. Uh, We'll probably have a lot of bonus clips. We're working towards that. In the meantime, if you guys could please... Subscribe And if you could just You know Give us a five Five stars on Apple You know Uh Or I mean Give us what you want We'd prefer if it was a five star uh, If you we're don't just- give us
1: five stars Then just don't fucking rate us That's a
2: Listen, goddamn! I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna level with you guys. During this episode, <laughs> during move, this bro. episode, big Governor move, Sisolak bro. pushed up the reopening of Nevada. You know what that means? That means people are gonna go back to work, and I'm still unemployed. So you guys need to make this <laughs> podcast big so I'm not screwed and I can buy dog food for my dog. You're gonna let my dog die because you guys are too lazy <laughs> <easy laughs> to tell people about this.
1: <laughs> if you don't rate our podcast five stars. Decatur's dog dies. That's a fact. That's just how it is.
3: <laughs> well, they're just a bunch of yeah, dog killers. Then
1: every single
3: one of hey, them are a
2: bunch there, of dog, dog now, killers. You rated us yet. You just killed a dog. Great job, Carol Fucking Baskin.
3: <laughs> oh shit! Thank, hey, wait,
2: wait, hold on. Thank you, thank you, Mike, to the Quiet Giant for joining us this episode. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me guys this is a real this is a hell of a lot of fun all right but yeah guys thank you for listening and we appreciate it and uh yeah stay tuned for next week
3: at that point we were at a loss for words and we were like what the hell
2: is that so Brian Cooper and his wife leapt out to their balcony on Monday night and he started
3: filming what he's calling a UFO something he claims was likely a secret military vehicle or may even be proof I have never seen anything like this in my life and I'm a very skeptical person.